Hey folks, this is the Sunday episode of Left Reckoning, which comes out this time every week. To access the full episode and all the previous ones, go to patreon.com slash leftreckoning. Welcome back, everybody, to Left Reckoning. I join us always by Matt Leck. Actually, you know, I need to stop saying that because that's not true. <laughs> Actually, a lot of times I know, yeah. Matt is not here or I'm not there. But um, <laughs> joined preferably by my good friend Matt Leck. Uh, thanks you. Thank you for being here, brother. It's good to be here. Um, and we're stoked uh, to be joined today by Luke Savage, uh, who's a writer at Jacobin, um, author of The Dead Center. If you missed that conversation we did a little while back, you should definitely go and uh, revisit that uh, that that. Um, that conversation and buy the book. Um, Luke, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Cheers. It's great to be back. Well, I mean, you know, you're, you're a fun person to talk to about the topic we're going to get into today, which is, uh, you know, our boy Donnie Trump um, and Meatball Ron um, and who the GOP is sort of going to be backing. And it's interesting. I'm curious what you think about this because um, we've been getting a lot of stuff that I think is very astroturfed. Like, um, you know, every once in a while we'll get like right wingers like showing up in like our YouTube comments about something. But there's something about Ron DeSantis, like even if we put it in like the meta text, right, like not even in the title, our comments will just be flooded with all of these pro Ron DeSantis things. And like maybe maybe I'm wrong. He has a huge like online following. Um, but there's something about that 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 sort of smells funny to me. Um, but I'm, I'm curious, you know. Um, just generally like, um, you know, watching this potential 2024, like, uh, showdown develop, you know, what your, your, your first level thoughts are on it. Well, I think the, uh, you know, there, there's a, there's an obvious context for everything that's happening right now. And that's that, uh, Republican elites are kind of dancing a very, I don't know, uh, precarious and, and, and difficult dance around, uh, the nomination, um, for two reasons. I mean, one is because, or really, I suppose it's really just one reason, which is that, you know, Donald Trump is not their first choice, but he has his finger on the pulse, still has his finger on the pulse and has for some years now uh, on, you know, the, you know, the, the Republican base. Um, you know, Donald Trump, I think it's safe to say, has a, a connection to uh, the GOP electorate that is unprecedented as far as I can tell, at least in, in modern electoral history. He's not just somebody that they like um, and, and that, you know, is kind of widely seen as, you know, a tribune for conservative ideas. You know, he's he's somebody who has a kind of deep emotional uh, attachment that I think goes beyond anything we've ever seen. I mean, if you think about it, when has there been another example of a figure who has, uh, you know, had the trajectory Trump initially had, which involved overcoming the, you know, opposition from virtually the entire GOP establishment, as well as the mainstream media, uh, to win the nomination, go on to win the presidency under, you know, equally difficult circumstances, lose, uh, you know, lose re-election, and then four years ago, been the, or four years later, been the, you know, presumptive, or rather been the presumptive nominee for the nomination four years after the election that he lost. I don't think there's another mm -hmm. example of that. Um, and uh, and so, you know, I think what's happening right now is that uh, there is a astroturfed is, is the right word, I think, attempt to kind of boost Ron DeSantis because 
Republican elites would be more comfortable with DeSantis. And I think, frankly, liberals would be as well, um, because I think there just is a part of the, you know, American liberal psyche at this point, which sees Donald Trump as an evil so singular and exceptional that literally anyone, even, you know, Meatball Ron would be preferable. So I think that's the basic background of what's happening right now. Yeah, and I I don't know. I find that game to be really dangerous. Um, you know, to be picking uh, you know, which devil you want to dance with. And like, you know, Ron DeSantis, you know, has been pretty brutal um as 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 the governor of, of Florida. And you know, what's what's scary, you know, for me here in, in Texas too is like how <laughs> it's funny because like he's just like not on the short list, but he wants to be Greg Abbott here. Him and DeSantis have been having like this like evil off, right? This competition to be like who could be the most cruel um, character um, in in politics. And Scott Braddock, one of the good like Texas journalists, had like a, a pretty like it's a joke, but it's serious. Like if you want to be able to tell the future about what's going to happen in Texas, like you need to subscribe to the Miami Herald, right? In the sense that like Ron DeSantis will do something about trans kids in schools, Abbott will get into it. They'll start talking about the border and busing people. DeSantis, you know, sends people to San Antonio, right? Um, so even beyond. Um, who might potentially be the president, like the way that the Republicans are trying to vie for like their, their base right now, this competition, like has like a lot of real serious, like human uh, consequence in the short run. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and I think that there are signs already that the, uh, you know, Republican nomination is going to be, I mean, I, it's hard to, it's hard to say, you know, uglier than 2016, because it's like every Republican presidential nomination is ugly in terms of the things that, you know, the candidates say, I mean, going back before 2016, I remember when Ron Paul got applause for saying that like people who don't have health insurance deserve to die or whatever it was. Um, But, you know, I think we are going to see a a really dangerous and corrosive arms race between DeSantis and Trump, particularly around, you know, uh, the rights of transgender people. Um, And I think, you know, I think that's, uh, I think that's very, very dangerous. Um, I also think that, you know, uh, even though I I think I'm, I'm of the view that uh, Trump is going to be a much stronger candidate for the nomination than DeSantis, I do think that uh, he has kind of lost some of his, mojo from 2016 in a sense i mean i think that we saw in the midterms you know the the uh the republicans went all in on on a strategy you know i don't think it was